0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Chiss Ascendancy. We made it. It's made our it. decade. I don't know if that's the it's centennial. Not. I don't know. What's for ten? <laughs> it's our tenth episode, episode ten. The X. We made it. Ten years. A hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's our uh, it's our tenth episode, episode ten of the Chiss Ascendancy. And today, we're talking about the aliens of Star Wars. What does that mean?
1: alien species. So, uh, we were talking about. Hey, what do you want to talk about this week? And I was. Helping one of my friends do a Star Wars Dungeons and Dragons build. Uh, Wow. Yeah. Anyway, uh, (laughs) I was like, it would be cool if we kind of broke down, you know, what our favorite uh, Star Wars alien species were, so we both put together our list and made sure that we didn't have any overlapping to get in front of the busts that some of you guys might try to throw us under. uh, Neither of us put Chiss on our list, specifically for the fact that we're called the Chiss Ascendancy, you know, we like them.
0: Right. I and mean, that's worth, we'll, we'll leave it at that. The Chiss would have been on both of our lists. Yeah. Okay. For sure. But here's the thing we didn't choose them because it's a given. Yeah. Okay. I had a teacher in high school, Mr. Yorty, and he I said, got my class for He said, When we were growing up, when we would talk about our favorite music musical bands, obviously what you would say was actually your second favorite because everyone knew that the Beatles was best. And so it's kind of what we're going with here. Like, Chiss is obviously very high on both of our lists. But we're called the Chiss of So we're letting you guys know we like the Chiss, obviously. Also. But here's our top five. And it's not any kind of like, it's not we're saying these are the best in Star Wars. It's not saying that these are, they are the coolest or the most noble, whatever. These are just five that we both really, really liked. Yeah. Also. And we'll tell you um, why. from a
1: perspective, aliens means not from here. Mm-hmm. So humans could be an alien species, but we're going to go non-human. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. So get over it. Yeah. You, you, (laughs)
0: uh, okay so what we did was we decided um we'll make uh some separate lists and then we'll go over our top five each uh and then right before this if there's any overlapping we were kind of like okay well you take that one and then i'll move this one up or whatever um luckily i made a top 10 and an honorable mention top 10 as well so i had 20 species to choose from just in case Samuel had chosen any that were on my list. Um, so uh you know what, Simon, why don't you go first and take the honors? Alright, let's do it. <laughs>
1: to start at my my fifth so that i can finish on my,
0: my number one okay so we're going so you want to do your to five one. then my five no or you want to go five, five, four, four, three. four four six you're my five you're my five hey Dwayne, you're my five
1: okay uh so i'm gonna start with my fifth my fifth favorite species in star wars and it's maybe not like my fifth favorite but just like i was like these, these are some cool groups and i was telling josiah <coughs> Uh, the ones I chose, a lot of them that I chose, mm-hmm. is because as a species, they have a cool thing going on. They you have like, a shtick. They, yeah, they do a thing. I, yeah. like, I like, you know, they work as a unit. I like yeah.
0: that. And here's the thing. Star Wars is so big and so expansive. I'm sure as soon as we finish recording this, I'm going to be like, why I this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is, this is how we feel this morning. Yeah. All right, go ahead. All
1: right, so number five, I'm going to go with the Ichani which most of you probably don't know what they are. They're a very near humanoid species, but as a species, they really uh, focus on martial artistry. And I just think that's a really cool thing. I think it's awesome when, like I said, a whole species dedicates themselves to this purpose. And so they're very driven um, to follow that pursuit. Uh, There's one that I was like really first introduced and that would be in The Rule of Two, the second uh, novel in the Bane trilogy. And her name was uh, Raskta Lasu. <laughs> and I'm not... Uh, I'm from it, Texas. so pasta, you know, so Rasta Lasu. That's not even close to an Italian name.
0: But uh, I'm from Texas. So Rasta that's, Pasta, that was my ra- thought. Raskta Lasu. Pasta. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so she was uh, the Jedi Weapons Blade Master at the time, which is a prestigious... You know, uh, position in, the, in cool the Jedi thing. Order, like not even every generation of Jedi has one. It's just something that you have to earn on merit. It's not just something that they throw somebody in that position. Did the prequels
0: Jedi have a blade master?
1: Not that I know of. Um, if they did, it would have been Mace, Mace Windu. Um, but yeah, so she, you know, was just balling. She was the noted as the greatest lightsaber duelist in the galaxy at the time. If it was just a straight up fight, and Bane didn't have his Orbalisk armor, she would have wrecked him. Mm-hmm. You know, ten ways from Sunday. Um, she was just owning him, uh, and I just thought it was really cool that, you know, they just kind of had that thing going on. So as a species, I really like the legend that she carried on. That's my number five.
0: Okay. All right, here's my five. I had something a little more niche in there, but I switched it. Uh, so my number five is the Zabrak species, and... Uh, notable characters from the Zabrak. That's something we'll try to do is give you notable characters mm-hmm. so you go, know, ah, that's what that is. Yeah. Um, so the Zebrac species is what Darth Maul and his brother Savage mm-hmm. are part of. Um, they're... Also,
1: the Night Sisters are like the female components of the Zebrac species. <laughs> they are. Yes,
0: but I don't care. I'm talking about the males only uh, because that's what I'm talking about. So, specifically, um, you know, it's weird because the if you look it up, the females of that species are called Dathomirians. And I don't know why there's like a different designation given to them even though they're the same species. But zebrax are kind of thought of more as the male, you know, part of that species. So the horns and all that stuff. Um, I love them because they are <clears throat> naturally gifted in the force. many times. Mm-hmm. I love that they are, there's good and bad. Um, you know, there were zebrax that were on the uh, Jedi Council and the prequels and stuff yeah. like that.
1: but you don't seem very much... But the Darth notable
0: side. characters are mainly Darth Maul. Right. Darth Maul, over the years, I think has become one of my favorite characters because his story has just been... It's gotten a lot really, of really from Clone full. Wars from Rebels. Um, so I really, really love Darth Maul's character. Uh, uh, Darth Maul, Maul locked down by, I think, by Joe Schreiber... Uh, It's an amazing book, and so I love that character of Maul. So the more you get to love Darth Maul, the more you love that character. They're very similar to what you were saying. Mm -hmm. Very gifted in combat ability, and specifically martial arts and hand-to-hand combat. Mm -hmm. And so Zabrak was my number five.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, definitely uh, one worth mentioning for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, My number four, uh, we're going to go with Tagorians. Um, which, again, I don't think any of those made an appearance in the films, not that I saw or noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, Some one's worth mentioning. Uh, there is a Togorian. She's a kind of a, actually a martial arts instructor uh, in the first new Thrawn novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just go Thrawn. Yeah, just Thrawn. Um And so they're basically just this uh, They're giant they're, space they're, tigers. They're giant cats. Oh. uh and so, like the big females cats. are like six feet tall. Yeah, the males can be like nine feet tall. Just these big freaking bear cats uh, walking around on two legs. Super well, cool. Yeah, I, I just think they're really cool. Um, very cool concept. I know Josiah wanted to read one of the. They're solo cool novels. enough
0: that when we were growing up,
1: <clears throat> you see a tiger with a blaster. Yeah, on the Yeah, when, the, when when the you're when we were growing novel.
0: up, you know, of course, when you go to the mall, you want a pair of shoes or you want to... Toy or you want a video game or whatever, and a lot of times our mom would be like, "No, not right now." She would go Um, do her thing, and we would spend hours reading on the floor. If we went to Barnes and Noble and we wanted a book, you know, who doesn't want their kid to read? And so I'd be like, "Well, if I'm gonna waste my time reading, at least I'm gonna—that's a loophole. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm gonna waste my time reading, I'm gonna read something cool like a Star Wars book." And so I specifically remember being like in middle school years ago and seeing it was called uh, "The Paradise Snare." And it was the first of the Han Solo trilogy. Obviously, now Legends. Um, but I was like, yeah, yeah, Han Solo's on there. Who is this? <laughs> who and is It was a space tiger. It was like a tiger looking character leaning over with a freaking sick blaster in their hand. Yeah. I think it's actually a girl now that I looked into uh, it. If it. But is it has a girl, freaking glowing green eyes.
1: Uh, it may be Isishi, who worked with Talon Card. It was the other one I was going to mention. Uh, you mm. see her both in the original Thrawn trilogy. And in that two book set that um, Timothy Zahn wrote, Specter of the Past and Visions of the Future, yeah. um, so you see her working with Talon Card, also a very cool character. But he's human, so we won't talk
0: about. He him. Didn't count, yeah. Dude, it was so hard because we said aliens that were sentient only. Yeah, because I was like, wampas, obviously wampas. <laughs> um, oh, dang, I just thought of one. I just thought of a character. Uh, you can species. change it. You
1: got your top four. All right, but anyway, that's my top. That's my fourth. I'm
0: doing an honorable mention after this. All right, Uh, number four. Okay, Uh, number four is whippets, and uh, not the dog, but uh, a whippet is kind of a wildebeest slash. uh, I can't remember Warthog looking character. Yeah, Yeah. they look. uh, I kind of cheated when I was looking this stuff up last night because I have this beautiful aliens of Star Wars book. It's kind of outdated now because yeah. this came out after so the many prequels. New species. I don't think we have anything from the new trilogy, the sequel trilogy with new uh, aliens. Um, but... Oh, right here's what a Whippet Whatever looks like. Whatever that guy is, he was my favorite. That's a Whippet. So very cool. Um, notable characters from this species. Uh, obviously, in the old comics, one of my favorite Jedis. Um, probably one of, my favorite, one of my favorite Jedis overall. Um that's not canon, I guess. I mean, he's canon, but then he's... some of the, Part of the story isn't anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but his name is Kakrook, mm-hmm. And uh, this Jedi Master lived prior to the Clone Wars, through the Clone Wars, survived one of the first people to survive an encounter with General Grievous. Um, survives his attack during Order 66. I think him and Quinlan Vos actually fought off Order 66 together. I think they might have been on Kashyyyk. And I think that they survived... Um, it's a whole planet, so like they could have been spread out from Yoda. But anyways, him and Quinlan Voss, they survive their encounter, <laughs> and then he even lives long enough that he is Cade Skywalker's Jedi Master, who is Luke Skywalker's like grandson or great grandson, and he survives that whole thing. So he's around like before the movies he's start, survivor. and he's I don't know what the freaking lifespan is on these things, but uh, could be similar to Wookies. Yeah. So anyways, he lives a very long time, she and he survives the all forever. these. Yeah, he survives all these crazy encounters, so Kukrook is one of my favorites, but actually most recently um, I read, I reread uh, Red Harvest, which is kind of like a Star Wars Zombies kind of book, super cool, um, and there's a Whippet bounty hunter in that story, and his name is Tulk, T-U-L-K-H, so it's kind of like Tulk, <laughs> but uh, he's a super cool character, um, very like blunt, straight to the point, point. and so anyways, Whippets are really cool. Very, very no nonsense. Yeah, they're getting down to business. Yeah, like freaking Mulan, uh, they're very like uh, very. Huns s- didn't stand a chance. <clears throat> yeah, they're very, they're very um, wise. They're kind of uh, they're quick to action, but they also are very wise before they act. Um, great warriors, like you know, Kakrook was an amazing Jedi master, but then Tolk as a mercenary, even though he wasn't necessarily force sensitive. Was an amazing warrior and he was holding his own against like actual sith and stuff mm-hmm. um so those are two characters from that species that i really like so whippets are my number four
1: very cool speaking of sith moving into my number three is the sith uh sith which species, was also on my list yeah it was also on his list but he, we had to share yeah he had a, a whole we men- wanted to give you guys 10 characters he had a whole menagerie of species. so you're freaking welcome from, so. yeah here's my list it's 20 <laughs> species he's very proud Um, But anyway, so the Sith species, you don't hear about them a lot, and Mm -hmm. I don't even know if they're technically canon. um, No, they are. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, you see them. uh, I think the most interaction you have with any Sith uh, directly would be in the Revan novel, which is a branch off of some of the old Republic games. Mm -hmm. Um, And his name was Scourge, but basically they were a species that started in Korriban. Yep. um, And you see... Uh, they're may, mainly red skin. They kind of have like, uh, like, Ten- horny, tendrils. Horny tendrils, horny jowls, mm-hmm. um, and they're all kind of very similar to the Zabraks, especially since uh, the the Sith come from uh, Korriban and right. the Zabraks come from Dathomir, both like Dark Side Nexus planets, um, and so they're a natural warrior race. You see them. There's a lot of infighting and there was one who united them kind of synonymous with like the Mandalore for the Mandalorians Yeah, um, where he just kind of united, unite the clans
0: yeah and they call uh, unite us, unite us they call uh, the guy who
1: who was in charge, he was the lord of the Sith and that's where that term actually came from historically speaking Um, and so you know the Sith who were you know just the dark side users eventually kind of uh, appropriated that name, but that's kind of where it all started. They're just a very cool species, um, very much like uh, Twi'leks mm-hmm. in the sense that there's uh, the purebred purebloods pure pure are <laughs> the
0: elites of yeah. you know the society and you know they have special rights and you kind of yeah. see that. And in legends, the uh, they are very talented and very naturally gifted in the dark side of the force. Mm-hmm. And the first Jedi that were kind of kicked out of the Jedi Order, who have become dark Jedi, I guess. Mm-hmm land on Korriban and become, like, it's part of their leadership. Yeah. And so by the time that... And this is thousands and thousands of years before Star Wars as we know it. Yeah. Um, so they kind of start to breed together, humans and, mm-hmm. and Sith. And that's why you would see a very humanoid-looking one, but still have the tendrils. Mm-hmm. But the Sith Purebloods... The Sith Purebloods are kind were, of yeah. crazy-looking. They're Yeah, they're
1: the elites of the society. And, and because it's, you know, it's just... Anybody that has the time to call themselves a pureblood obviously cared about, <laughs> about that right, for some right. societal reason. There's
0: also a really cool, um, in Legends obviously, there's a, uh, a collection of short stories called The Lost Tribe of the Sith. And uh, there's also a book series after the Legacy of the Force called The Fate of the Jedi series, I want to say. That's the farthest that we got novel-wise down the timeline before everything was retconned. Because mm-hmm. books were coming out in like 2010, 11, 12. Right. Right as Lucas was being, you know, Star Wars was being bought by Disney. Um, and there's uh, Ben Skywalker, who is Luke's son, uh, actually meets and works with a girl, uh, Vistara Kai, I think? And her and her family and all of them are pure-blooded Sith. Yeah. And they've just been kind of out of the picture Which for a long time. pretty impressive to maintain a bloodline for... 28,000 A lot of inbreeding. They
1: would rule England with an iron fist.
0: (laughs) England and Alabama. My cousin brother, Sith. Anyway, better get off of that train before I uh, come up with an inappropriate joke. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my number three um, is the Trandoshan. And so, uh, notable Trandoshan's Bosque. Obviously. Uh, some of the coolest feet. He's got his little talons hanging Some off of the coolest feet in Star Wars, yeah. That toe's about
1: to poke that guy in the eye. Dude. And he knows it and he doesn't care.
0: Bosk is super cool. Um, one of the cool things from some of the Legends books about him is that he murdered and ate every other uh, member of his like brood that was born. Yeah. So they're a reptilian. A and so I believe that they hatch if I'm not mistaken. Probably eggs, Uh, yeah. But anyways, whether it's live birth or eggs or whatever, he gets out and he eats like all his brothers and sisters and then uh, in the Bounty Hunter Wars trilogy um, by K.W. Jeter, I'm impressing myself with these far out references, Um, but whenever he, uh, he, you actually meet Bossk's dad in that series and um to take over their family whatever, Bossk ends up murdering and eating his dad. And he's like, now we're ready. <laughs> like, Bossk is just a really cool character. Um, one of the reasons I actually really like them even more now than I did before Clone Wars is because there's a couple of those episodes there where they have the hunts. Mm-hmm. And one of the coolest environments, like I'm a sucker for like, oh, that's a cool area. Or that's a cool planet. Or mm-hmm. that's a cool whatever. You know, you have the cantina mm-hmm. scene or Maz's castle where it's just like, oh, that's a cool looking spot. Yeah. Uh one of my favorite scenes or areas from the Clone Wars is when they're in that giant hunting barge mm-hmm. uh and you're in like their their freaking like lounge. Yeah. And they're all just like sitting there slouching in their spacesuits and they're they got like hunter
1: lives. They got their Wookiee fur seats. They got their stuffed like, Wampa head up. There's on the Wampas wall.
0: on the wall. There's gunkins. There's there's like everything. Wookiees. Yeah. Um and I do like that uh Trandoshans and Wookiees are like like Yeah. It's it's like enemies. a uh
1: It's kind of a pull from. Oh, this is an old short story called "The Most Dangerous Game." I think it was written in like the nineteen twenties. But it's about you know people that were great hunters and they got bored with hunting animals. And and, they hunted. And they started, yeah, they started like, like rich eccentric billionaires or whatever uh, would like lure. So you're not new to the game. New weird movies. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. People in the nineteen twenties were like, "What if I killed someone for fun?"
0: (laughs) <laughs> uh, stuff, uh right. right. Uh, running out of paper, There were different right? hands <laughs> can't see for all the cigar smoke has <laughs> getting out of the hand
1: sporty dick Anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, that's kind of where that idea starts for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where your mind goes, huh? Alright, if they have a dessert called Spotted Dick, I'm going to bring it up in conversation, alright? It's their fault for being weird. Don't oh, give me man. so much
0: to work with. Now, being Jewish, I can sit down. <laughs> alright, anyways. <laughs> Why was that so funny? So the trade doshans, okay? That's Literally. my number three. Which is funny that we went straight British because
1: that's like the furthest... Societally, from the british i don't even know who i would pick for the british and the freaking umbarans anyway all right uh what are we my number two all right number two uh has to be the nogary um, Ooh. just a super cool species I like that
0: your number two and my number two are have similarities continue Alright, a little bit of foreshadowing, we'll get into it, but Ooh. the Nogri... Uh, what if I'm like the sequel trilogy and I don't <laughs> ever say what happens? <laughs> Maybe just that right. like, And on to
1: my number one.
0: <laughs> just
1: passes right over number two. My number two was killed. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so you don't see them a whole lot outside of just the one. His name is Rook, he's Thrawn's you know, right-hand man. There's, uh, a there's a whole planet of them. There's a whole planet of them, and but you, you see them really a lot... Talk to really um, especially in the original Thrawn trilogy. Yeah. Um, Very an enclosed species. I don't think they had unlocked space travel, and that's why you don't see them a lot in the galaxy. Um, But they're kind of a warrior race. They're very elite. They have a very cool, um, like, tribal structure. Mm -hmm. They have a very cool way that, you know, they just have, you know, the elders that lead. There's, like, very, you know, very stern rules in society. But because of that, they're very disciplined. And even though they're enclosed... And their little sphere of the galaxy, mm-hmm. um, they're still among the fighting elite. They're still—they've got like their own technological advances, mm-hmm. like you see in—I uh, think it's in *Thrawn* treason, um, where Rook is kind of pestering uh, Vader's fist and mm-hmm. you know sneaking on board or you know making sure that they don't get up to anything while they're aboard uh, the Chimera. Um, darn that guy mowing the lawn. Every time. Anyway, uh...
0: We're, re- we're gonna start recording this, like, 3 in the morning. <laughs> He's gonna be for freaking mowing the lawn at 3 a.m. All right, continue. Uh, but anyway, so it's just cool that they kind of have their thing going on.
1: Yeah. Um, and they have... I just think it's cool that they're so encapsulated, and mm-hmm. yet they're still keeping up, you know, toe-to-toe with every other fighting species in the galaxy. That's awesome to me.
0: Yeah, they're basically, like, space crocodiles. Yeah,
1: they're... They're, they're super cool. They're super dope.
0: Um... <clears throat> And, man, props to Mark Thompson when he's reading the Thrawn Trilogy, because that sounds like that would murder your voice. Oh, yeah, dude. He's killing it. Because he's like... The
1: opposite of the... I don't know if you guys ever... uh, A certain point of view. It's You know, it was the 40-year Star Wars Celebration novel, a bunch of short stories of what might have happened. But the... By far and away, the longest book. And the worst one. At the, that. the longest short story in the book. It's like an hour and a half. And he reads and the first. The it has to one. be like the first hour. And he's just reading it from the point of view what's that species called? Chatterfan. Chatterfan. A little bat looking fellas. But he reads it like uh, <laughs> freaking oh, coronavirus. For the whole time. that you
0: listening to this? And I
1: was suffocating in the inside of my car. I was like, please, for the love of God, just. In this story, I could not care less about this winded instrument. But anyway, but you had to finish the story. To you had it. to to get to the next one, and I needed to know. I needed to have that continuity. Um, but yeah, so no agree. Yeah, very cool species.
0: Okay, my number two. I'm not gonna pull a freaking Ryan Johnson and kill my number two right in the middle of the story. Um, sorry. Uh, so my number two. Is this your belt? <laughs> all right. My number two, so you said a species that's not that well known but is really cool in Legends. Very stealthy. What's more stealthy than being freaking invisible? My number two is the Bothan species. Uh, Bothans are my, dude, Bothans are maybe my favorite species. They're, I always thought they were really cool and not to poop on your
1: choice. Oh no, go ahead. But, uh, here we are. (laughs) Reading (laughs) Some some of the older novels. Uh, they were kinda of douchebags.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like they were, were just tra- saying all we're gonna say today, I guess. Yeah. It's coming out.
1: Dad, i have been in a room one room for the last week, so you're gonna you're gonna hear it <laughs> you're all. You're
0: gonna hear me. I got some problems with you they, people. Okay, so and you're gonna hear about it. Here's my thing with the botas. Okay, they are for the rest of us. They are known for being kind of selfish. Yeah. And 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 the reason why is because there's one main character named Borsk Falia. Um, from the New Republic era, and he's very, uh, he's a politician's politician. Yeah. Like, he's shaking all the hands. Yeah, I just can't stand that. But overall, very cool
1: species. But,
0: at the end of the day, there is a moment that comes up where he realizes for the good of not just his people, the Bothans, but for the good of the galaxy, he's got to do X, Y, Z, and it costs him his life, and he does it like that. Mm -hmm. And so, um... One thing that's pretty cool in this book, um, like I said, it's a little outdated now, but the new essential guide to alien species, we need a new, new essential guide. Uh, But in here, when it talks about the Bothans, one thing that was really cool at the very end, which I totally agreed with, which kind of wraps up one of the reasons that I really like it, is it says, the very last thing is it says, um, many other species find Bothans difficult to deal with because they seem to lack uh, selflessness, but in reality... Most Bothans ultimately do believe in freedom and sacrifice to achieve a venerable goal. They will take chances and risk much in any conflict that threatens those they love or those to whom they've pledged loyalty. Mm. And the first time we hear about the Bothans are actually in Return of the Jedi when they're getting the, the crew together for the run on the second Death Star and Mon true, says, true. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. And I'll never forget how embarrassing it was when I kept tweeting at, uh, at Gareth Edwards that we were gonna see Bothans in Rogue One because I was like, come on, they brought the information. And then when I realized that that information was from Return of the Jedi and not A New Hope, I was very embarrassed and I deleted my tweet immediately and apologized. Um, but the Bothans, if they're loyal to you, and yeah. if they're like, hey, I've got your back, then they'll freaking throw themselves. Right. Which is very similar to yeah. the nogri And it kind of reminds um, me of... Uh, there's a funny meme. That in, it's an I act and rack bar. Yeah.
1: Mind. I thought you were going somewhere else. Oh. I thought you were talking about how I was that guy from that family guy bit. And he was like, you know who I hate? Bothans. And then Mon Mothman's like, many Bothans died. And the guy next to him was like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I forgot about that. But there's a meme that was like, uh, I'm never sending Bothans to do anything for me. If I asked them to get me coffee... All dead. <laughs> but anyways it was it was the pause in the meantime. Uh, he's like, Send him to give me coffee. All dead. Yeah. So Bostons are super cool. And uh we grew up on Battlefront 2, the original Battlefront 2 after Revenge of Dude, the Sith. Those you know? guys were pesky. And I love playing as the Empire. Same with those as the Rebellion. But I'll play as the Empire and then. used to play as Han Solo and it's headshots for days. Yahoo! <laughs> Every once in a while we would want... why is your Han Solo sound like Peter Griffin? Because that's Han what Solo? he sounds like, man. He's just running around, he's like, Yahoo! Yahoo! <laughs> uh, it'd be funny. It was funny because every once in a while we'd be like, hey, let's do a Galactic Conquest and let's go together as stormtroopers. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, you'd just be here we go, we're doing the thing, and we're going. And you would just see this freaking beehive of freaking whatever yeah, the freak. Apparently, the Rebels did
1: not care about disintegration. They have a disintegration gun. You and then you kind of look,
0: you scroll over, of course, your character's like this because it's 2003 and you're like, what's going on? <laughs> And Guys. you look over, and there's Guys. like just an outline. You can't really tell what it is. And they have this, I don't know if it's a cloaking device a or cloaking if it's something device. they can do yeah. as a species. But anyways, Bothans, great spies, great freaking, if they have your back, they have your back. Um, and I did love Borsfalia's, uh character in the long run. So Bothans are one of my favorites. Yeah. All
1: right. Dang, down to my number one. All right, my number one. And I had to pick this because I've talked so much about how I love a person of this species, and it fits right in my niche. It's humans. Of, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, It fits right in my thing of a group of people that have a thing going on. Yes. Uh, and the thing is very cool. It is very cool. And that would be the Kifar, uh, which is, a, again, a very near human species. Are if they in here? Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Quinlan Voss is a Kifar. They're mainly only distinguished from humans in that, pretty much as a species, they have, like, very tan skin, dark like hair, and they have facial tattoos that recognize what kind of uh, clan they come from. So that's what Kornland Boss's tattoo is underneath his eye. It's about his clan. But the thing... Dang, I'm better than the book. Uh, no wonder. The thing that's cool about the Kifar is that as a species... They are very prone to psychometry yes so tell um, us what psychometry is for so the psychometry folks would be if i picked up this book okay and i'm touching this book i can feel and read its history and so hmm. um quinlan Voss, you see this in the clone wars uh series he is basically almost always on the road because he's like their man on the street because he can hunt down people really easy when zero escapes he goes and talks to the huts, notorious liars, uh-huh. um, and picked up a cup that somebody had dropped, and he could tell that Zero had been talking to them. Um, so um, again, amongst the kifar, Quinlan Voss is exceptionally powerful mm-hmm. in this, but that's also because of his Force talents. Um, but I just think their species is very cool. They have uh, a cool network going on. They've got you know the whole tribal structure. They've got the loyalty within themselves, but they're also very selfless. Yeah, you see that in Quinlan mm-hmm. Voss a lot. Um, and I just really appreciate what they've got going on. I think Psychometry is super dope. I think it's cool that they have it as a spe- <laughs> that they have it as a species. Um, yeah, it just kind of ticks all the boxes and mm-hmm. I think that they, think have, they the have the most, really, Yeah,
0: they're right there, uh, there's other species too but they're one of those, like Zibrax are kind of like this but they have the potential to be a very powerful force user right. because they kind of float there on the yeah, line they're, they're, of light and dark.
1: Their species is constantly <clears throat> interacting with but if um, you can master
0: that Yeah Then you'd be super powerful That's yeah. why I think Maul Would be an amazing Jedi If he could have If you know Obviously things would be completely If he wasn't different. screwed over From day yeah. one So your number one is I think it's gonna be Kifar, Kifar. Yeah Okay Here's the number one It's kind of an obvious choice Um But Wookiee Wookie's my favorite And uh Again, super loyal. You see um, them in the movies,
1: and they're very cool. You see them in the novels, even cooler. Yeah. Um, Did you know they have freaking claws? They have claws. They're Retractable claws yeah, yeah.
0: to climb the trees. The Rocher trees. They're just so freaking running up the trees. Um, I like love, Ty Lung escaping from the prison. I love... Uh, running up the rocks. I love how strong they are. I love how loyal they are. I love how big they are. I love their freaking tree houses. It's sick. It is very cool. Uh, it's basically everything about the Ewoks times... Ten thousand percent better, and they've got a
1: super cool planet.
0: Yeah, Kashyyyk is really awesome. They're very, um, they're very peaceable, but when war comes, it's mm-hmm. kind of like Teddy Roosevelt like walks softly but carry a huge stick. Mm-hmm. Like that's their style. Uh, Chewbacca's super dope. Chewbacca's one of my favorite characters. Um, I like Chewbacca more than most human characters. Like, I love Leia, and I know there's a lot of Leia fans out there that are like, don't talk crap about our princess. I don't know why I turned into Carrie Fisher just then, but, uh, but dude, Chewbacca, better than Leia to me. Chewbacca, better than Lando, better than almost anybody. Yeah. Um, and so. But I think what's very cool about them is that I've never interacted
1: with a Wookiee character I didn't think was super cool. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you don't see one that's just a doucher. You don't see one that's looking out for number one. They're always looking for the greater good. They're always defending the correct Except
0: what's right. in the comics, there's one called Black Kersantan. And he's this giant, like, he makes Chewie look like a toothpick. And he's a giant black Wookiee bounty hunter. Even still, super cool. Um, so, Wookiee's really awesome. Yeah. Here's my honorable mention before we cut it off, because I just remembered. Okay. Because I didn't want to go, Doh! after the video. We said, okay, Wampas are my favorite species, like, of aliens that are sentient. Pretty you gonna say Tauntaun? No, because they're not, not sentient either. Loath Wolves. Oh, that is cool. I totally forgot Loath Wolves from Star Wars Rebels yeah. slash everything else now that Dave filoni has got his hands in the meat. Uh freaking loath wolves are so cool because they're very primal looking. They they just look like a wolf with like scales on their face. They're um, they're very regular. Uh, and so Except for when they're not. But then all of a sudden they'll just all over the planet. they'll just run and they'll be like, Ready? Now we're not. Now we're here. It's just like... I don't know how they work, dude. And... Uh, they are a mystery. Like, we could get a whole... They're I'm kind of like the... I want to know how they work. Because yeah, it's like...
1: Old, you know, it's, ah, you you know gonna, it's <laughs> what's another
0: cool one? Bindu. Bindu is cool. Bindu is cool. So... Um, basically, we... Yeah. Loath Wolves is cool. Bindu's cool. Yeah. I guess he's an alien species. He's kind of like a spirit almost. So, anyways. Um, Loath Wolves was my one that I didn't think of. Again... I was going by like original trilogy slash mm-hmm. prequels slash legends. Um, there's so many I could just go off on a tangent, right? Um, but uh, yeah, Wookiees are my number one. Uh, they're they're the most known alien in Star Wars. When yeah. you think about ra- random people, you just meet them on the street and you go, "Hey, what's this?" And you point to, you know, a Zabrak. You know, there's gonna be so many people that are like, "Is that the devil?" You know. <laughs> If you go, who's this? And they go, oh, that's Chewbacca. Yeah, he's a Star Wars character. I've never seen the movies, but that's Chewbacca. Like yeah. he's just instantly recognizable. Ooh. Here he is. There he is. Right on the Used a different background to give him a little, a little pop, but it's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, Wookiees. So those are our top ten uh, favorite alien species. It could change, and we could do this again next week. So we'll let you know. Uh, but until then, may the force be with you, and remember, the only family you have yet is me and that guy mowing the because he's here. Oh, I was going to make that joke. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> All right. We'll see
1: you next Take time. Take